Before this episode of the Boo Bros podcast starts, I just wanted to be known that this episode was filmed on June 6, 2021. So any information that is shared today that has already been announced uh, at the current time that you're watching this, just know that when we were talking about it, it wasn't announced before that since it was filmed on June 6. Let's get into the show. Listening to another episode of the Boo Bros, where we talk about all things horror and haunt related. So kick back and relax as you enjoy another spooky edition of the Boo Bros podcast. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Boo Bros, and welcome back to another episode of the Boo Bros podcast, episode four or five. Four or five. Five? Something like that. Yeah, somewhere around. <laughs> we have that. a couple episodes. This is the first we- podcast I'm a part of, so that's exciting. But on the panel today, we have Michael from Hallow Thrills, Connor from Connor, oh, Florida, cute. Rob from the Howling Hour, and none other than Adrian from Lost TV. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, Welcome good to morning. my TED Talk. Um, please you- turn to page 20. <laughs> Usually we uh, we record these podcasts in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. but uh, this one's a little different. It's it's pretty early for our, our two West Coasters in the call. <laughs> Dude, it's it's eight in the morning for Rob and I right now, and it's it's, okay. uh, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a little bit crazy. Just yeah. wipe the crust out, and we're good to go. Yeah, <laughs> but we got a bunch of news today uh, regarding Haunt, regarding Universal, regarding Disney. We have a little bit of everything. Movie reviews. Um, there's a couple controversial topics that I know we'll get into that are like. Uh, debate topics so we'll first start off with something <laughs> simple <laughs> and uh let's start off with the elephant room that just got announced hollow scream orlando tampa um hollow screaming dates just got announced for tampa and then hollow scream orlando actually just got announced for SeaWorld. so i'm gonna open the floor to anyone who wants to discuss it uh, i guess i'll i guess i'll kick it off uh First off, if, if you want to see a really in-depth discussion about this, uh, our last video with myself, Zombie Chris, and Eddie Tainment, we did a whole discussion about this. Uh, if you want to hear just a little more in-depth on that. Link in description. Um, link in description, yes. And uh, I was honestly, I don't know about you guys, but when this got announced, I was completely shocked. I, I didn't hear any little like hints of this maybe happening. Like It just came out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. I didn't really think... SeaWorld Orlando would ever get Hollow Scream because we already have the one in Tampa, like an hour away from SeaWorld. I just figured it would always be that would be Hollow Scream and then SeaWorld would be the kitty Halloween event and that's that. Mm-hmm. So I was totally shocked that we got this, but I'm very excited. Yeah, honestly, as a person who lives out of state and if I'm coming in, I'm going to be flying into Florida to go to HHN. I'm not going to be getting a rental car. So I wouldn't be driving all the way out to Tampa to go to Hollow Scream. But yeah, what am I driving have, you out there? But <laughs> now that they have, <laughs> anyways, now that they have one in Orlando that's literally right across the street from Universal. Yeah, I could literally walk there from my hotel and go if I really wanted to. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. What yeah, do you think, I think AJ? it's crazy last week um, when we were there, seeing the differences of how far everything is compared to like in California. Like SeaWorld Orlando, you could if you're on top of Mako, you could see the volcano from Volcano Bay. Like yeah. it's crazy how close it is. It's relatively super close. It's scary. But um I'm excited. I wasn't expecting this at all. Only thing I expected was maybe something little, because we got 
every other SeaWorld park ended up getting an event mm-hmm. besides Orlando because we had Howl's Scream San Diego. San Antonio's been around. Mm-hmm. Tampa's been around. Williamsburg's been around. SeaWorld Orlando was just left there in the dust. And, I mean, it's positive. Like you guys have been saying, it's something to go to. And if you're traveling from out of town, like Michael was saying, it's really good because if you're going to Horror Nights, you can take another day to go to SeaWorld. Yeah, and – I think uh, in case anyone's wondering, I believe it's September 10th through October 31st. So yeah. it starts a week after <laughs> Horror Nights and it ends at like the same time. So pretty long run. Um, they don't have as many weekdays as Horror Nights, but I know some of the days on like Thursday when Hollow Scream is running, tickets are only like 30 bucks, mm-hmm. which I mean, honestly, I would pay 30 bucks just to go to the park at night and do the coasters. But then you're also adding in haunted houses and scare zones and shows so it's a really good deal connor and i were talking about a little bit about this yesterday is the fact of how big that park is and how like kind of secluded everything is makes for like the perfect haunt event like the trees and just the way that the park's laid out is i know rob you can't really like speak for this but like that park is it's interesting it's like it reminds me of magic mountain with the trees and shit okay Uh, i i could imagine it being really dark in that in that park at night like, yeah. i don't think there's gonna be much lighting <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say i wonder how much lighting they're actually gonna use <clears throat> yeah it'll be interesting well what's that the park around like eight a separate entrance yeah they're um, using a separate entrance for hollow scream which is really weird mm-hmm. yeah i, I think it's because that. they want to separate the crowd from spooktacular whatever they're calling it i don't know the kids event and yeah. the hollow scream crowd and so, I so have there's less theory. of a bottleneck yeah yeah, I have a theory that that area in the front there, when you come like when you're coming in from that side entrance, is gonna be like a first fear kind of scare zone, what they've had in Bush Gardens. Okay, well, wait, where is that interesting at? Is it interesting in entering like, through Mako like that area? Or? It's, it's like no, by no, Icebreaker. It's, it's right behind the. Uh, oh, that's that's, that's like multiple the yeah. um, multi-purpose like area, huh? Yeah. Interesting. How, how many houses do you guys think we're gonna get at this? I think it can range from three to five. I think I want to say four. Their budget is Rob says yeah. five. Yeah. I'm not yeah. really but, sure on what they have as far as space goes to see where they have a lot of space they do. They have a lot of space. Yeah, because I remember yeah. me and you talked about it, Adrian, when we went to mm-hmm. SeaWorld yep. the other week. Yeah. That, yeah, well, you were like, this could be used. This could be used. I wonder mm-hmm. if they're gonna have a haunt. Clearly, yeah. yeah. Clearly, they did <laughs> some kind of some kind of psychic. I'm I'm thinking three or four, and uh. I, I have some speculation on what a couple of the houses could be. Just just my own speculation that I've come up with. Um, not that's rumors. Been, that's why you've been saying ahoy. Yeah. Yes. I, I've been I've been ahoy, ladies. I've been slowly sneaking the ahoys in, in the group chat this morning to get you all. <laughs> so um, I do think there will probably be a siren's house just based on mm-hmm. the uh, the media event that they had for this why would uh, they, they were, push the sirens call so exactly. much exactly yeah there, there were siren characters yeah. that led the i think we're thing. gonna get a show based a on show. the sirens yeah oh, that'd be good and my house prediction that i'm sticking to is the black spot because you know hollow scream has been known to relocate houses from time to time and black spot fits in at SeaWorld orlando if they're going for kind of a nautical type theme and uh the location for Black Spot in Tampa is looking like it's going to be something new. Is it looking like a vampire house? So my prediction is they move Black Spot to Orlando. Mic drop. <laughs> now, um, with the with the locations, um, I just want to add in before we move on. 
I think with the two new events, Orlando and San Diego, I think that four to five houses is a safe bet. Like just to test the waters. After that, I yeah. feel like they're gonna be like, let's do eight mazes. Whoa! Yeah. I don't Whoa. think they'll do eight. It, I don't think it, they'll jump be that a, high. Probably. No, exactly. I don't think they'll jump that high. But I'm just saying, like Tampa. Tampa hasn't there. even done eight yet. Tampa's done seven. Oh, That's I thought Tampa, Tampa did a lot. Nah, Tampa did seven. Okay, well then, and then yeah, they won't jump that high. You haven't been to Bush Gardens, but that then maybe they'll do, really they'll do three to four. Out. Yeah. yeah, the park is massive. Bush that Gardens is massive. wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, no. Talking about that that um rumored vampire maze though over at uh, Tampa, do you think that they're gonna have some north uh, new sort of like icon that like a Nosferatu type thing? Possibly, yeah. <laughs> possibly, it could be interesting to see. Well, what's your what you laughing at, boy? Who's flickering the lights? <laughs> Dude. I swear to God, I just got a SpongeBob hash slinging slasher shirt, and I almost wore it for this podcast. I should have worn it. Oh man! <laughs> there was someone early, early on in the group that was so obsessed with hash slinging slasher, and I think it may have been Connor. Uh, it was like early in the group chat when we first started it last year. Oh, man. Maybe um, sounds yeah. about right. But to, to wrap up, Hollow Scream, we're not going to keep the topic too long in it, since like Connor said, we do have an in-depth video. Was done by Chris, Connor, and Eddie. So I'll uh, leave that link down below in the description. But uh, we need to talk about HHN Hollywood construction, sending it over to the West Coast. Because I was out there yesterday at the park, or yesterday. This this podcast filmed on June 6th. I don't know when it's going to go up. But I was up there, um, and construction is going crazy. I mean, I know you guys, you East Coasters, were surprised on how much we can see. Yeah, it's insane. I'm you guys very, can see everything very jealous <laughs> wish, we, wish we could see as much as you guys see so yeah. rob when you look at those construction photos just specifically from curious george what comes to your mind um i mean you 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 kind of talked about it earlier uh the uh the format of a certain maze kind of looks the same mm-hmm. but you know what <laughs> but you know what i'm happy we're getting a maze uh they're you know supposedly it's we're gonna get a beetle juice maze down there too so i'm excited for that but um you know the mazes look good uh uh a good sized and uh you know it's just i'm just happy we're getting something as opposed to not getting anything so i'll take those two mazes down there as opposed to nothing yeah i will say um for it being in that spot they are pretty big mazes yeah um, and also the little flame that's leading people to believe it's the dante's inferno facade it's like so visible. Like you don't need to like do some certain <laughs> angle. Like it's just right there. It's almost like they want us <laughs> to know. But the thing is with Pandora's box being rumored to be next to it, the, um, the chairs and like props like that, they cover them. So I'm just confused. Like, do they want people to obviously know Beetlejuice is coming and there's hiding Pandora's box because it's quite clearly a Pandora's box. Like you talked about, um, when I was looking at, and the video will already be up on my channel, when I was looking at the construction, if you just take a second to look at the layout of that maze that they're constructing, it looks the exact same as Pandora's box version one. Like the first room is big then you turn the corner and there's already a, a stand for a character to be in. It's, it's a really interesting, um, but I want to get kind of everyone's take on this. What to make of the sign being removed for the rumored Halloween three facade or maze in general. See, I just think that it's it's a weird thing for them to do at this at this point. I mean, it's already been up for so many weeks. Mm-hmm. People have already documented its 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 existence. Same with the uh, the the 
the hotel Shanahan or Shanahan hotel or or Rose of Shannon. I think it is. Yeah. That one. Mm -hmm. Like you've already seen so many of these things that lead to this house being that why remove it all of a sudden? Yeah. I, I kind of thought, and I'm not sure, but my thought was like, maybe they're just doing it because like the G too many people in the GP were seeing it and it was getting spoiled. Um, but like you said, it, it, it had been up for a while. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, the damage is done at this point. So why even bother taking it down? Maybe maintenance, but that doesn't really make sense either. Because again, it wasn't up for that long. It's going to have to be up for a whole Horror Nights run. And I, I don't really know what could have caused it to need maintenance. So I don't know. It, it is a weird one. But I still think it's like happening. But we'll see. I guess the real question would be like, I know you can see the Silver Shamrock logo on the side by the, like in the Waterworld queue. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's still there. Because if that's gone, then we have a genuine like, oh shit, it might be gone. See, I, I was that's... gonna walk back there, but it was kind of sketchy because I went there in the morning and there was no line for Waterworld. <laughs> and... Just walk in, just. Uh... Yeah, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. Just check, like, in, I... check in here, guys. Just check yeah, in. Yeah, I'm not gonna be that one person just there, like because you can't in the express line. Like, there's no wall right there, so you can just peek like that. Like, you don't have to really like. Mm. It wouldn't be trespassing, you know. But um, yeah. I don't encourage it, and I wouldn't. Like, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. But yeah. If you want to see Orlando construction, you trespass. No. no. <laughs> yeah. The only way. No. <laughs> no, we don't advise that. Before anyone takes a clip out of contact, we don't, don't do it. Trespass. Don't do it. Don't do it. And those people who have done it, shame on you guys because you guys are the shame. people who are in the event. Yeah, you are the problem. Shame. Yep. Shame. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, Pandora's Box, uh, Beetlejuice, Halloween 3. Those are the big topics right now. Um, one last little thought on you want to say something michael yeah so i have a question though about the parisian courtyard facade oh the book yeah the book it <laughs> does what is i it doesn't make sense with anything that we've seen okay I mean, let me let me pull up let me pull justin's tweet about this because he broke it down it, yeah it's Billie eilish for, it's coming back um no oh, okay. <laughs> people, are say, people are saying that it's brides and it's just the book the actual book of the but, it's just the actual book of that they were. That okay, so this is coming from H Chen Manix on Twitter. It's also very possible that the book is for Brighter Frankenstein Lives. The opening of Brighter Frankenstein is Mary Shelley saying there is more to the novel Frankenstein. So the facade here could be the Brighter Frankenstein Lives as a sort of continuation to that idea. Yeah, so kind of like kind of that's doing not the same story as Orlando's was, but continuing on to that novel of Frankenstein. I don't mm. know, man. That's just really pushing pushing to have something different as a facade for that but the thing uh, is though it, like what else could it be i don't know like, that's the thing maybe it's something we haven't even met like considered being a possibility here's why i'm so set on it being brighter frankenstein is because if it were going to be something else people already would have been talking about it there's no maze knock on wood but there's been no maze in the past that people just didn't expect that wasn't already a rumor or a leak Hey man, you never know. Maybe so, they're maybe they're maybe they're watertight this year. Maybe, so maybe you know, like anything, like you say that. You're so you're so wrapped. Yeah. Up, <laughs> you're, you're so wrapped up on those signs being up for Halloween three that you haven't even considered the fact that there could be something completely different at uh, <laughs> courtyard. Come on. Oh you, well, know. you know, I I'm I like I said in my construction video. I don't know. I said it's rumored to be Pride, Brighter Frankenstein, but I don't know. Like I just genuinely don't know. 
it's Here's, because the only thing that I have in reference is Justin Sweet, but that's it. There's nothing else that proves that it's Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys, is uh, I've been right when it comes to a lot of stuff when it comes to uh, HHN. Now, I'm, I'm I mean, like one percent. Right. Um, <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to the this this book facade, I think they're I think it's going to be brides. I think they're going to use, you know, like kind of the 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 story of that as far as the book and i think they're just probably you we don't have a lot of money to do stuff to do new things i think they're probably just going to use because we had creep show last year so i think maybe they're just trying to find a way um to use some old props that we had from last year again this is speculation um so i think again just switching it up trying to do something new um and and I, I I think I had said like oh I thought it was gonna be like stories of universal monsters or something and mm-hmm. you know the bride was probably gonna be one of them so I think that's kind of where um, maybe they're using this facade is they just it we we've had the you know the like the comic pages before from last I mean not last year from 2019 and they're just reusing it um, and it's getting us to talk about it and it's kind of putting some doubt in people's mind as far as what it's going to be because it's a book. Um, and, and then just to go back to the, the H, the Halloween three, uh, maze real quick, I think they took that sign down because we were so, we were so, um, like everyone's just been like, oh, we're getting Halloween three, we're getting Halloween three. And now we don't know. So there is a little bit of suspense with the community is like what happened. So that's, that's, I feel like they, uh, they did that just to make, just to put a little bit of doubt in our head because there hasn't been any official announcement. So when they do announce it, it'll be something along the lines. So where it's like, okay, we didn't know for sure. And now we know for sure. So it's just to throw some doubt in our head. Look, man, here's the thing, right? Is I, I don't know what's going to happen with a lot of these mazes. Like Beetlejuice could be in Persian, Persian. It could be handbook for the recently deceased. We don't know the, only telling thing about Beetlejuice that we have is that damn flame. <laughs> That's it. But Didn't somebody say about uh, the little houses for the model being seen. Yes. Over but by, that, by the. Um. Yes. So here's my take. That's not Beetlejuice. It's Urban Inferno. Uh, the book is. Uh, <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, Urban Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> the scare zone. Then, the great scare zone. And then wow. um. The Halloween three is turning into um, spirits and demons of the East. That's, that's well, it. to go on that stupid <laughs> take that you had, Adrian. You know, in in 2020, the rumor was All Hallows Eve was going to be a maze. So oh. why wouldn't they do Urban Inferno? Like, just say. <laughs> think about yeah, that's here. definitely that definitely. You heard cracked. it here first, yeah. folks. Yep. Yeah, no, throw, but throw I'm wrenching everything. I'm telling you, actually, a pop up book, and it's going to be very. I want to. I want to do my. It's a pop up book. I want to do my prediction right now because I put this prediction in chat. I haven't publicly talked about it. Going back to the Halloween three thing, but I think it's true. It's true what you say, Michael. How it'd be weird that they keep it up for so long and then all of a sudden they just take it down. And I get like I also get Rob's point where you know they could just be building suspense. But I think with Hollywood, they're not good at you know kind of marketing to the fans and stuff like that. Like Orlando is. To where they like play those games, the games that Orlando does. I mean, they freaking said comment if you want an announcement, and they didn't l- allow anyone to comment. So, <laughs> so dumb. That's so dumb. But I think bold prediction. You heard it here first on June sixth. 
I think that Halloween 3, they lost the rights. It's something got scrapped and that it's going to turn into Spiral since a general warehouse facade can work with Spiral. Oh, no. I guess. My, oh, no. My bold prediction. Uh. And, if it, and it, if it happens, the community is going to come after my head because I've spoken into existence. Spirits <laughs> <laughs> and demons of the East. Or I that thought that's what it, I thought that's what it was going to be. That was originally what it was going to, like, everyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a warehouse facade. But uh, any last general thoughts on Hollywood construction? You just broke my heart, Scott. <laughs> Good. He's going to rip his shirt off right now. Just know that. Hey. <laughs> He's just going to do the podcast naked. <laughs> um, something more um, lighthearted. Um, I guess everyone here has written it besides Rob. Um, but Rob's obviously seen the pictures and stuff. Yes. The Velocicoaster, I want to do an open discussion, a review with everyone. Oh, yeah, you didn't write Michael, it. Huh? Yeah, Michael, yeah. Michael didn't write it. No, I didn't. It opened up a week after I left. Connor, myself, and Adrian have written right. it. And uh, Michael's got to see it in person, at least. <laughs> I've seen other people write it. All right, open discussion, everybody. Um, um, it's It's GOAT. Yeah, it is goat. I'll also say that. <laughs> um, just pretty amazing to be honest. Like, uh, first of all, just even before you get on the ride, I want to give my compliments to the operations team because this thing is a throughput titan. Like when it when it's running all the trains, like, and obviously there there hasn't been express yet. So, I mean, when I, I wrote it last time, I think the posted weight was sixty. And we got up to the, the station in 40. So it's it's running really well. The line's always moving. Uh, Q is great. Uh, obviously, the elements are great with the highlight being the the roll over the water. I mean, that, that element is source roll. That thing is literally quite, quite literally trying to kill you. It is. Like, because you, you just go into it at such a high speed. That it just rips you. It it is so. And good. then it like it makes you like it's like trying to take your lap bar off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to say it is, and I said this in my vlog is I'm skeptical and stuff like this when just any people in general, more specifically Orlando people, <laughs> they're like, this thing is goaded. This is the greatest thing ever. And I don't know why I'm like that. I don't know why I'm skeptical about it because just some stuff has fallen through in the past, but this is quite literally like if not the best coaster i've ever been on yeah like, it's definitely the top three it is and and we have a lot of coasters here in california as rob knows it is quite literally a, a goaded coaster that the yeah. second launch is ridiculous you hear the launch <laughs> powering up and you're like holy shit this is <laughs> insane universal like, just keeps delivering like, universal is like, killing it right now man Velocicoaster just Man, that thing, because we wrote it once during the daytime. We wrote it once when it was like sunset, so it still wasn't dark. And mm-hmm. the different ride experiences on that, that top hat view is crazy. And you're up there for a while. And like you said, the Mosasaurus rolls and just the the one roll after the top hat where you're just upside down for yeah, a little the bit. Stall. Oh, the yeah. stall. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it is. That ride is insane. And <laughs> I just want to give a huge props to whoever designed um, the whole coaster and just uh, everyone a part of it because that ride is so accommodating for the like uh, ride vehicles and just the locker system is super cool. It's everything about that attraction. I don't think I'd change anything. There's not much you can do with the queue, but they still delivered on the queue. Yeah. Um, and it is just, 
they made every mark with a coaster. They did not miss any single mark from the theming to the ride accommodation to the queue to the lockers. They hit every single mark. Thinking about those lockers, uh, those lockers are pretty cool. Put stuff in one side, hope, you can take it out the other. I know. It is I insane. hope that, that that no ride that opens from here on out does not have that. Like, Dude, please. Savannah was like obsessed with that. She kept talking to her. She's like, that locker system is so cool. Yeah, they they told like, me about the locker system when I when I went to just like check out the entrance because I wasn't able to go on. Mm-hmm. And they were like, talking about it. I was like, that's, that's, that's a pretty good idea. And the operations are so <laughs> quick with it too. Like it doesn't seem to be an issue down there. Yeah. I want to go back on to what Scott was saying about how Universal is killing it. So ever since Fast and Furious, I think Universal's learned their lesson. Yeah, the wake-up call. Because <laughs> like, it was a wake-up call. After that, like, we got Hagrid's. We got Jurassic World over there. Like, the whole redo with the Indominus, now open. Got Secret Life of Pets, and now Velocicoaster. I think this is all gearing towards us getting an amazing epic universe. And then Super and- oh, yeah. Nintendo World is going to open next year at Hollywood. Exactly. Yep. So it's just going to be and- so much they've learned. And I, I want to say, don't don't sleep on the Bourne show. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Bo- yeah, Bourne Spectacular is phenomenal. In a resort that's, in my opinion, kind of lacking in quality shows, it's mm-hmm. um it's really good to have another option because pretty much the only show that I was seeing at Universal was Horror Makeup. Mm-hmm. But now it's good to have like another option. And it is really impressive from a technical standpoint. So yeah, I can't wait for you to see it, Rob. I, I think that you'll really like it because it, it matches the water world. Water world's still like like okay. one of the best stunt shows, but born is is really good. Well, I mean, we have animal actors, right? That yeah, we, that, that matches up to born for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. We we have that too. We have, like, we have animal actors too. No, yeah, but you guys have animal actors um, <laughs> on, location. Or whatever. on location. On location, we have animal actors featuring Secret Life of Pets. Okay, so uh, <laughs> you know. we have two Secret Life of Pets attractions. I gotta go. We to are not right? <laughs> Adrian, what do you think about um, what do you think about how everything's run at Velocicoaster? Like them being able to unload and lo- load super fast. I love it. That ride is a people eater. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Me, okay, I'll be honest. Beforehand, I was super scared that I wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. So, knowing how accommodating that seat is to big guys is amazing. Yeah. Like, I was worried. I was genuinely worried. Hagrid's like, has an issue. Hagrid's doesn't have a major issue, but it does, like, you have to, like, sit in the, and if you're, like, a bigger build, you need to sit in the, um, in the bike, bike, right? Bike, yeah. 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 yeah and it's like dang like yeah yeah haggard was big so he had to sit in the bike but like come on sometimes i want to be harry potter too like <laughs> sometimes i want to switch it up yeah exactly but going back to velocicoaster the way they handle everything is crazy they have 24 rows right right 24 no 12 22 12 and they have 24 people i can ride mm-hmm. and it just goes so quick like i wasn't expecting that you go to rides that are there like haggard's that just opened a few years ago and Getting on that ride now is a pain. When we went, when the last time I went on it, I waited two hours to get on it. I was like, this is insane. And I was in the caves. Wow. Like, yeah, I the, the load and unload time for Velocity Coaster is crazy because I guess it, it goes back to Connor's point. You get into the station or like you get done with the ride and you wait one second, you're in the station unloading and then going and another train comes, another train comes. Like, it's not just. Mm-hmm wait around for two minutes it's literally every single second yeah, there's always and, a train and like, one thing yeah. i like about the loading station is it's so simple yet so intimidating like mm-hmm. the big screens with chris pratt and bryce dallas howard um and just them talking about it is the ride queue yeah. 
it's so intimidating to like build you up to the actual attraction. Chris, I mean, Chris Pratt's character is literally going like, "Hey, this is a terrible idea. You should probably turn around. You're <laughs> yeah, going yeah. to die. What could go wrong?" <laughs> or like how he's in the launch section, just standing there, like, "Yeah, it's 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 really neat." Um, I I, I, I want to know Robin Michael to actually ride it. I want to know about your first <laughs> times like riding October. it. Like what what your moment was like the first time you rode oh, it. Oh, Adrian heard me. <laughs> yeah, I heard Scott. Literally, we were going up the lift Dude. hill, and explicit words here, explicit words here. Bro, I, the right. I oh have my gosh. never, I've never reacted to a coaster like that in my life, dude. Never. And the you... whole time, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, holy shit, oh my god. Like the top hat, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. For for me, it was it was pass holder preview, and uh, I got an 8 p.m. time slot because I wanted to get a night ride for my first mm-hmm. ride. And I was with my friend Kyle from View from the Cheap Seats. Shout out to Kyle. And um, I just remember we get on and he was pretty nervous. Mm-hmm. He was like, he's like, dude, there, no shoulder restraints. Like this thing is going to just kill us. And I'm like, Let's go. I, I hope so. This is going to be crazy. So we, like, I so hope we, I fall into the water. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we get on and we, we do the ride. And I just remember the look on his face and probably the look on my face when we turned to each other after we hit the brakes, just our eyes were like popping out of our head. We were like, <laughs> what the, did they really just build that? <laughs> Dude, the, I like I'll never said, forget that, second, that. <laughs> that second launch is something that you don't really experience at any other park. You do experience yeah. launches that fast that like you take off at a certain point, mm-hmm. but this you're already coming at speed into the launch. Yeah. So it's like, Oh yeah. my God, that is insane. <laughs> And then, and, um, what's it called? Like you said, like how there's no shoulder restraints. That's a part of the experience, yeah, that feeling of you being out of the seat. Because, I mean, what is this coaster missing? You know, you have like, you have launches, you have near miss elements, you have some really crazy inversions, you get airtime, especially on the top hat. When the, when that train like yanks you up the top hat, your, your butt's out of your seat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like the complete package. And yeah. Adrian over here wants to roll back. Five Raptors. <laughs> oh yeah when you actually pay attention to the ride you can see the raptors but when you're just like yeah. on the first time you don't notice the raptors at all yeah you have like no idea what's going on yeah you just no. hear random like growls and you're like oh that was nice no adrian adrian <laughs> talk about your little rollback idea that i think i want to roll back so bad i've seen okay so in in testing and everything i saw like three or four rollbacks and i'm like i wish i can be on one of those i've never been on a rollback i've never been on a ride that just like a launch coaster technically yeah so like that was like my first like launch coaster and i was like i want a rollback and i will get one one day i promise i don't promise as long as it happens for you i mean thank you thank you if it, if it happens i will call you right away yes technically yes. hagrid's is a launch coaster yeah yeah what well, yeah yeah that is a launch coaster hagrid's is a launch <laughs> doesn't have launches doesn't have a Can hill, you, but it has multiple launches. Couldn't you yeah. consider the spike part kind of a rollback? I mean, you do roll I mean, backwards, It's kind right? of a That's rollback. True. Yeah, you do That's roll true. backwards. And you're going to roll back an icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's like the whole ride. <laughs> if it ever back. opens. Just rolling back an icebreaker. <laughs> Which segues us we... into our next topic is Will SeaWorld and Bush Gardens ever open their new coasters? We have Pantheon, Icebreaker, Emperor, and Iron Gwazi. Four rides, four coasters that are completely 100% done. When will they open the coasters? Never. That's my guess. Never. Never. 2040. 
2040. <laughs> I I hope by Hollow Scream. That's all I can say. I hope by Hollow yeah. Scream. In I have all my seriousness, doubts. on each of you guys' takes, when do you think a timeline is? Do you think it's this year, or late this year, or do you think it's next year? When do I really truly think and not just like, hope? Realistically. I want to say spring 2022. That might be a little pessimistic because I think it I think it could open for Hollow Scream, possibly, but I don't want to get my hopes up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I think SeaWorld, 2022. I think SeaWorld lost so much money that you know they're worried about the operation costs of opening four new coasters across their parks. So, you know, I think having these new Hollow Scream events in Orlando, San Diego is a way for them to make back some of the revenue they lost. So maybe after that, they'll be financially a little better. I know they're starting to recover already, but they'll be even better off after the fall. So then maybe they can focus on opening, but I hope they open them by Hollow Scream. <laughs> yeah, my my thought process is for it. Um, there's a few of them that I do think are going to open before others. Uh, the one that I think is going to be the last to open is going to be Iron Gwazi. Iron Gwazi, I think, no matter what, is probably going to be the last one to open just because they have so many issues with the manufacturer to begin with, with not being able to do payments and stuff for it. I think that's the entire company. That's the whole company, period. Uh Like, all the coasters. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's the only one I've heard of that that, that has actually been publicly talked about is the fact that they have an issue with Iron Gwazi. No, uh, well, yeah, because I think that that one was still under construction. Emperor is still technically under construction with Pantheon and Icebreaker. They're done. You know, yeah, yeah. Those are the two that I think will probably open before Hollow Scream. If any of them open this year, mm-hmm. the Pantheon and Icebreaker. And it, it's interesting because I'm pretty sure all of these coasters, all four of them, are different manufacturers. So they've got to pay, you know, all this money to different manufacturers. I believe. I'm not sure who's doing Icebreaker, but I know the other three are different. Yeah. I'll let's find see. out. Icebreaker's yeah, premiere. <clears throat> Well, while you're looking that up, while you're looking that up, I can definitely see these all opening by fall. Yep. Being because they're gonna try to bring in as many people as they can for Hollow Scream, That's and true. advertising that you have the new event and you have this new coaster. Because right put into there, perspective, right where have, the entrance is gonna be at, in Orlando. right where the entrance is for SeaWorld, you have that right there. For Bush Gardens, it's also right at the entrance. So, I mean, I can definitely see them. Only thing I don't know, I don't know where Pantheon is technically on the map for Williamsburg, but I can see them opening that as well to try to call more people in. Yeah. And I do like, think, hey, boom, boom. I do think Michael kind of raised an interesting point that it's not necessarily a foregone conclusion that all of these coasters are going to open like right at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Icebreaker seems like it maybe could be the first one. I don't know. But I think it maybe could depend on a park to park basis based on money. I know the whole company is kind of in debt, but they might be able to justify opening up the SeaWorld Orlando one first because that park's been operating for longer than the SeaWorld San Diego park. So they've had more time to bring in some money for that park individually. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that could that could definitely end up playing in. Uh, they don't necessarily all have to open on like the same day or the same week, you know. Yeah, that so, would be way too big of a hit of a financial hit to open them all simultaneously. Yeah, you'd think you'd want to like, Especially when you look at Iron Gwazi and Icebreaker because they're so close together. Yes. You know, you'd want to like open Icebreaker, have the hype for that, and then open Iron Gwazi, have its own hype. So, Rob, you got your coaster background. What's your take on all this? Um, I, um, kind of along the lines of, uh, 
with Michael there. I, I think that there's it sound just from based off what you guys are saying and my knowledge of it. Um, you're gonna kind of want to uh, spread these out a little bit, and, and and I think uh more likely the ones I guess that are not that are still under construction. You're looking at um summer uh next year. You know, hopefully everything's you know people can be in the parks at 100 100% capacity. Um, but I think this year, uh, like you kind of, all you guys were saying it's along with, um, your, your Halloween events, it gives you another reason. Cause some people, maybe they just want to go to ride a ride and it gives you another reason to kind of get more people who are not there specifically for a Halloween event who just want to ride rides to bring them in. Uh, so it's, you know, it's just more, more, uh, kind of brings more people into the crowd and it makes sense to, um stagger them as far as you don't want uh one right you know one here's one month and then the next month and then here's one you know, two months later you kind of want to spread them out just i mean that's just kind of knowledge uh when it comes to theme park uh ride openings period yeah like they wouldn't want to step on their own toes you know right right but- yeah. Here's one thing I will say. When they were going to open Iron Gwazi and they were going to open Ice Bakery, they were both scheduled for spring 2021. Mm-hmm. That's true. Which so, was, and then all of a sudden, it just disappeared. And this was even after they reopened. But spring yeah. is also like a three-month period of time, right? Yeah. yeah. So they could open one the beginning of spring, well, one the end. Technically, one, one spring the end. ends in like a couple weeks. So yeah, but, but now it's like um, anticipation and Oh, yeah, anticipated opening opening yeah. well, ours, Ember was supposed to open <laughs> yeah. like I think May no it was like April in 2020 obviously they closed down but it was going to open like it was done that's yeah. what I'm saying yeah. with San Diego I feel like in specific um, and going to like how Adrian and Michael say about bringing like more people into their parks San Diego so split apart from the haunt scene in LA and just Orange yeah. County and stuff so I feel like, A, they want people to come to Hell Scream, and B, they also want people to come for Emperor. So they want to make their mark to people in Orange County area and be like, come on down, you know, keep, keep coming back to the park. Because I remember, like, even um, going to, like, the different media events I've gone to, everyone there is from OC. Everyone says, like, oh, yeah, we're from Orange County, we hit traffic, blah, 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 blah. The only local theme park enthusiasts that are going to San Diego is me. That's all. <laughs> and that's it. Like we need more OC people. And um, yeah, we need more coverage to that park. But I, I think that everyone here had a, had a good, good take on that. Um, just before we move screen, forward, before we move forward, right. I want to add one thing. I saw this tweet the other day and it kind of blew my mind. It's crazy to think that iron Gwazi has almost been sitting abandoned as long as Gwazi was. Whoa, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> that's hard to believe Gwazi I felt like was abandoned for like 900 years it was actually wow. just three, three <laughs> yeah just only three years of them that's sitting in non-operational years. coaster there. there's tons yeah. of osprey nests <laughs> oh, um but oh, just man. up the street from san diego uh in california in specific avengers campus just opened up at disneyland um, or California one. Adventure, for that matter, and I have a lot to say about this, so I'm not. I, I, <laughs> I want to start with the West Coasters on this one, actually. Yeah, yeah. Let's start right, with, Rob, with, Rob, you can take <laughs> it start, away. Start with Rob. Start with, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go off, everybody. All right, guys. Oh, well, 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 I have not been there in person, but like, yeah, I want to say that none of us have been there in person, so don't yeah. be trying to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, some certain things. So th- this is just this is all pictures and videos and stuff. I, for me personally. 
hopefully no one gets upset. I think it's okay. I think it, it was a little bit, I was expecting more. Um, you, you know, we get some, some, I've seen some POVs of, of, you know, the Spider-Man ride, the web slinger ride. It looks okay. Um, I, I just, I, to me, it, I was expecting a lot more and watching the videos. And, and again, if I was there, maybe it was a complete, I'd feel a completely different way, mm-hmm. but just, but just looking at stuff, looking at these pictures, looking at these videos, I was a little underwhelmed and I was expecting more, um, but again, I, I think that seems like this this land seems like something you probably need to be there to kind of get the fills and 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 kind of maybe experience. I feel like this is more of an experience kind of thing and, and not so much. Um, they needed they needed a Marvel land. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, they, they needed it. it. It's it's there. I just. It, for me, I don't know if it's something that I'm like, I'm not in a hurry to be like, oh, I need to get, I need to check this out. Maybe mm-hmm. when, when future rides open up, that's, that's the time where I'll be like, okay, I got to go check this out. But as of right now, it looks cool. There was a lot of crap, you know, a lot of people. I'm just, I'm like, yeah, too many people for me. I'm a wait. So yeah. like Avengers campus as a whole is a good land you know i think it's 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 good it's decent it's a little bit of a letdown but i was expecting for it to be that way there needs to be more things to do shows and entertainment aren't going to last for the long run that's just that's how it is it's what's going to last for the long run is the rides experiences and stuff like that the quinjet is going to be coming and and Mm -hmm. god forbid it gets scrapped disney just needs to stop opening lands when they don't have all the rides open (laughs) happen with smugglers run you know it's it's just ridiculous now when you open up the land Avengers campus and you promise Spider-Man to be great, you add a virtual queue to it, almost hinting at like tourists coming over, thinking that they need to ride this attraction, thinking that they need to get the virtual queue because it's so important that you need a virtual queue. Mm -hmm. And then they get off it and they realize that they could have ridden right of the resistance. That's disappointing. Spider-Man is not a good attraction. It's just not. And I, I know you can come at me for not riding it yet because I, I will, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll write it eventually and I'll say the same thing. It is, there's certain attractions that you can tell that aren't good from a video. And this is one of the ones. And there's a big reason why, because what they promised is not what they gave us. Um, they promised a lot more detail and practical stuff. It wasn't. You're in a warehouse. You're going to different screens. The screens are set up exactly like Toy Story Mania. Exactly like Toy Story Mania, moving from scene to scene. And there's no like cool transitions or anything. And then you're just doing the little Ninjago thing. There's nothing special about it. And that's why I say it's bad because yes, I'm all for, <laughs> I'm all for shooter rides. Gang signs. And I'm all for like, just rides like that. Like I don't care if they're not thrilling or whatnot, but with Disneyland in specific, you have Astro Blasters, which is its own, you know, gun shooter. And you had Toy Story Midway Mania, where you're going from screen to screen and you're pulling little strings. Why do we need another one? Why couldn't it have been something else? And I get they don't have a lot of space, but with the space that they had, they still could have put something else. And that's just my takeaway from it. Avengers Campus looks fun. I, it was a tad bit of a letdown. I think it's going to be a great land to walk in as an annual pass holder. Right now that none of us have annual passes, I don't think that it's really something that I'm like, I need to go out and see but i think that it's a good land and obviously disney needed it um but as far as the attraction goes that's currently in there i just i mean the queue looks better and i just that's just my take and like i said 
I haven't written it. It could change when I write it, but odds are it won't because that's how ever, everything is happened. Dude, everybody got on me about saying, oh, Fast Pass should stay away because there are shorter lines and everyone's like, oh, you have a smaller capacity at Disneyland. Trust me, it's not the same in Florida. It was the same in Florida. <laughs> Fast Pass is still uh, the devil. <laughs> so I, I'll give some thoughts on the Avengers Campus, obviously from afar because uh, I'm in Florida and I, I probably won't see this for a while. And uh, I can only go based off videos, like Scott said. So I'm not saying this is a final opinion. Um, but my very first prevailing thought was like, this is the MCU, which is like one of the biggest things in the whole world, right? So I was really thinking that this land needed to be like perfection to really match like how big of a deal the MCU is. And I just don't think it quite lived up to that. Um, the, the coolest thing is the stunt animatronic which is really sick. Uh, and I think some of the, the food choices at the, the Pim restaurant look really interesting. Um, but, but yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to agree with Scott in that the uh, Web Slingers ride does not really look good, in my opinion. Um, I'm not really a big fan of Toy Story Mania personally. And obviously this kind of reminds me of that, but a little more exhausting. <laughs> However, I, I will say I, I, I will say, because, you know, <laughs> Disney, I, I don't like that they keep doing this phase reopening or not reopening, opening of the lands. Imagine how much different the tone of this land and like the reviews would have been if Guardians of the Galaxy and Quinjet opened with the land. Like it would have been a totally different story because like Scott said, the rides are ultimately the biggest part of it. Well, yeah, and Connor talked to me about this yesterday. Is like if if Guardians and Strange World wouldn't have opened until Avengers Campus came along, and the Quinjet and Spider Man, then everyone would be see it like, oh my god, that land's so great! It's yeah. so nice to have these two e-ticket attractions, and yeah. then have one to just you know, it's kind of enjoyable. Um, it's not the greatest, but it's still enjoyable. Yeah, because then Spider Man not being the best wouldn't have been as big of a deal, and uh, I think it might be like that in the long run, but you know just right now you know i don't know it was a little underwhelming but i think once the quinjet opens I, i'm just really hoping that's like a big game changer like just an amazing attraction so time will to tell back off of that right to piggyback imagine back 2017 right what if pandora would have opened with just navi I saw, been the same thing. I saw that you retweeted that or something today. Yeah. It would have been the same thing. Like It would have been the same been thing. Been. Everyone would have been like, that land is trash. <laughs> and then Flight of Passage would open. They would have been like, wow, that's a great ride. But that land sucks because of what happened before. Yeah. I feel like the mental thing is going to be the same thing for Avengers, Avengers Campus. Because as soon as they open that Quinjet attraction, hopefully, fingers crossed, it ends up being a good attraction. But I hope that's what happens. That it's like, oh, this is great. This ties the land all together but back to the spider-man ride if i want to ride a ninjago ride i'll go to legoland anyways we can continue go ahead have fun. Um, you guys no, you need a I'm good i've said you need it a virtual queue for to get into the land correct yeah that's what I if, if if standby gets too long why do you need a standby to get into the to oh no land? you know what no you don't need a virtual queue to get in the line you need a you need it they just a, a four-hour standby right now that's it's so, a four-hour standby with so the dumb. 
hope that you have a Spider-Man boarding group around that same time, wow. or that you have a mobile <laughs> order time slot for that time too. I, for I don't know. So, so it's that kind sounds of like, into World like of a Disney lot during the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just sounds like it requires so much planning to make it go smoothly. And here's the thing, right? Why didn't they just do it like Galaxy's Edge, where they just did a time reservation slot mm-hmm. to get in, and you don't need a you don't need a virtual queue for Spider Man. You just need standby. I don't get it. Galaxy's Edge went yeah, so good with sense. reservation, yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. They weren't even gone. Like no, they didn't sell it right away, and that was, that was a land that had so much demand for it. It's because they had different time slots and obviously it'd be different with the pandemic and everything, but still it's a lot easier way to do it than saying, Hey, show up and hope that you get in and hope that you get a virtual key for Spider-Man and hope that you get a mobile order. And hope that shows are going on. And hope it sounds that- like you, there's no way you could do it all. Like- yeah. It sounds like a lot of hope. It's like, you yeah. have to, if you, if you want to go to Avengers campus right now, you have to stay in the land for like six hours, like which there's not a lot to do for, <laughs> For that long, yeah. yeah. Speaking of letdowns on the West Coast, <laughs> moving over to the East Coast, Boo Bash at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> hmm. oh, Do man. I have a lot to say about this? Yeah, I figured this would be Michael's <laughs> topic right here. This is the Michael topic. <laughs> Welcome to Michael's TED Talk, where we talk about the biggest waste of, of resources at Disney since I don't know how long. But they give you absolutely nothing for a bloated price tag and expect people to go. And I really, like I said in my video the other day, I feel bad for whoever decides to spend and fork out the money for this, expecting to get something that's good. Dude, I said this on Twitter. You cannot defend the boobash like as a, as a whole yeah. event. There's parts no. where you can defend it, but you can't defend justifying spending that money. It's just yeah, not that pr- Robert. The, the price Especially tag, yeah especially when you've had an event in the past that has been way more for way less. There's tons, tons to do. Mm-hmm. It was $80 before. Yeah. 80. And you get and you get candy trails, you get shows, you get meet and, meet and greets, you get all this stuff. Yeah. But no, for this, it's just an after hours event that just happens to be in the fall. Oh, yeah, because they're doing <laughs> candy. No shows. I don't think they're going to well, do candy trails. I think I think here's my uh, little prediction here. They're going to have a projection show. Like not characters out there, just like not scheduled, just kind of like random. The castle kind well, of like, getting, like the like, Tower of Terror one, like the Tower of Christmas. Terror. They did they did that at Oogie exactly Boogie Bash. Like they had like a exactly little projection like going on consistently. Mm-hmm. Something um, like, that. I feel like that can happen. Yeah. yeah, that's totally worth the price tag for sure. Yeah, totally, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh yeah, hundred thirty dollar price tag. And, yeah, sure. Well, you know the the sad thing is, is like you said, you you feel bad for people that spend the money. I don't. Like <laughs> they knew what they were getting themselves into. Like, if it, I mean, like, I feel bad if, if it's like a family on vacation and they don't. Yeah, yeah. The tourists, the tourists. Yeah. But they people don't know in the theme better. park community who know and like they just spend the money anyway because Disney. Like, come well, they're on, doing guys. it for the views. Like, yeah. vote with your wallet. <laughs> well, they're doing it for the views because they're gonna pay that two hundred dollar ticket and they're gonna make back like three thousand dollars out the one video. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah. What's three thousand dollars? I don't know. It just it's just unfortunate. Like. It, it it looks like a very watered down bad event and like and then you know the crappy thing about that is the like the people who are making those videos are going to encourage people to come to the event and spend yeah. their and money. Listen <laughs> to the boo bros. Listen to the boo bros on this. Yeah, we one. keep it one hundred here. Don't, don't don't spend your money on this. Um, go spend your money. 
Yeah, spend your oh, money yeah. on Hollow Scream. <laughs> Scream. S- support the new. And punk. if you if you want something for kids, SeaWorld does a good <laughs> Halloween spectacular. Like, yeah, you, can, you can actually get candy there. Uh huh. I yeah. promise we're not promoted from that. Uh, we're not like sponsored by SeaWorld. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, like, if, you're if you're watching, like if, if you're watching, <laughs> you know, we yeah, love San, you. Yeah, San Diego, Sometimes. I love you and all, but I'll call out San Diego when they do stuff wrong. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. But but yeah, no. No boo bash. Boo bash is not good. It's three boo hours. Is a boo Why bro, would you spend two hundred dollars no. for three hours? <laughs> like just buy t- just buy a day ticket. Like exactly. if you want to go. Like <laughs> like yeah. Had a show. That and after hours events that they do make it specifically like oh you're coming for the rides and attractions and stuff and they're not priced as high. Yeah. yeah. But this is priced so astronomically high that it just doesn't make sense when 130 is a minimum ticket i just think that's ridiculous and then like when you have 130 to 200 that is just yeah insane that's money. how much it is to park hop at disneyland right now yeah the park hop. on a plane i'm hopping on a plane i'm going on a plane right now. <laughs> you're telling me you can, you can park hop at disneyland and california adventure but you or you can get a boobash ticket for three hours <laughs> for, for one three park. hours. <laughs> It'll probably yeah. be crowded too. Like... I mean, Magic Kingdom is a big park. Yeah, but they're gonna fill that to the <laughs> Dude, they're gonna fill that to the Here, brim. Here's my <laughs> thing. Like, I, I've never been to Mickey's Not So Scary, but I have seen like nights where it gets quite busy and like the ride wait times are pretty long. And then this, it's like there's not even like any specific events like the shows or yeah. the parades or anything to pull people away. Yeah, I so, went to like, the only thing the they heck? have is the cavalcades. The kid, yeah, the cavalcades. well, dude, that like I said, the, I said the, in the, the video that I did for Boo yeah. Bros, it's like they're not gonna make as big crowds with the cavalcades and stuff because they're gonna be so random. Yeah, yeah. I went to Very Merry a few years ago, and wait times were down because they had all those things that pulled people away from other yeah. from the rides. They had the 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 food that you could get the like the trails and stuff for that. They had the shows they had the fireworks they had all that and wait times were like the most i think was 20 minutes and that was for seven dwarves but then like even if like you say you wait for like seven dwarves it turns out to be 20 minutes you have two hours and two and a half hours left in your night yeah that's it's so crazy it's only three hours for well that's what i mentioned in the video is like okay say you want to go eat it takes you like 25 minutes to eat you have two and a half hours left what are you going to do yeah it's it's wild it is absolutely wild and it's like with oogie boogie bash like i know you said you've never been to one connor but like with these halloween parties they get freaking cur- like the character meet and greet lines that you're you're gonna be waiting at least like 20 minutes for each it's one. like yeah yeah and five hours if we is a had good time one for- <laughs> we don't even have that yeah exactly <laughs> for this like uh, i mean this is basically like what me and michael checked out last year at magic kingdom yeah. but without the extra price tag we just had our <laughs> annual passes. And, and at night. Thing. At night. <laughs> at night. Oh, at night. Oh. It's the same thing. You're just going to go have no one in front of you while you're going to go look at some Tron construction. That's probably the only plus you have right now. That's probably it. But guess what? If you buy a day ticket to Magic Kingdom, you can still go at night most most times of the year because the park is open pretty late. So yep. <laughs> even then, it's like... At night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get a day so, ticket and go... Like, come on. <laughs> so we're going to dive into our last topic here since we're um, running long in time, long podcast, but a very strong podcast. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of an exciting thing, <laughs> but it's also kind of a little bit unsetting. And that is the Queen Mary right now 
is in potential of sinking. If it doesn't get the repairs it needs, which will cost $23 million, $23 million to repair that old my ship. wallet. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me call John. But developing, <laughs> developing um, Long Beach is going to start the repairs for the Queen Mary. Um, and I and you East Coast people can also talk on this because of Dark Horizons and that whole uh, company ordeal. And what is going to be the future of Dark Harbor and Dark Horizons? Let it sink. Let it sink in. Let it sink in. Let the ship sink. Underwater haunts. Yes, yes. <laughs> Scuba diving haunts. I'm, I'm okay. Actually, you know what? I mean, not like have serious i think that it would be super eerie like just have the queen mary like right below the water lying there just just forever oh my god that'd be so creepy (laughs) yeah it would be but you know i i again you know i just i seen this information and uh you know i kind of find out i found out what i could and and it was just i'm glad that that the city of long beach is kind of stepping up um hopefully i don't think anything's gonna happen this year as far as, uh, you know, Dark Harbor or anything like that uh, with the Queen Mary. But it gives me hope for future years. Um, the As far as Long Beach goes, the Queen Mary has been there for years. It, it's just, it's, it's you know, it's iconic with, with Long Beach. I've been on that ship for different events. Um, you know, I, I think I've had like a banquet there one time. And, and it is super eerie um, just walking through there. And it, it, I'm glad... Um, someone stepping up to do something with the ship. Uh, I, I don't know if anything, like I said, I don't know if anything's going to happen this year, but uh, to see the, the wheels start to rolling with, with the queen Mary, uh, it, it gives me hope for future years. Um, and you know, it, it is, it, it's going to cost a lot of money to fix that ship, but I think it, it, it's going to bring how, I don't know how long it's going to take to make up, you know, to bring in money, but it, you know, it's going to bring in uh, revenue and, and hopefully they don't have to put, a lot of investment and once they fix it they don't have to keep fixing it uh as much as this big hit's gonna take but i'm i'm pot I'm, I'm i have hope for the queen mary and uh future events uh to happen there honestly haunts aside for the queen mary just losing a historical landmark such as that would be a big hit to that area like because my grandparents when they took a trip out to california they went to the Queen Mary just to go on a tour of it just because of the fact that it's a haunt and a, a legitimate haunted. Well, dude, it's really creepy. Like haunted. you're, you're allowed to walk through some of the Queen Mary sometimes <laughs> and, and um, like during dark Harbor and just the vibe of it. It's just yeah. creepy. Like losing something like that though, would just be just, it would change the whole dynamic of that area. I don't know. I, I think that it's too much, like you said, of a historic thing for Long Beach to let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as Dark Harbor goes, I don't think I, I you know, I know I, I 100% guarantee it's not happening at the ship this year. Or let's say 99% because I'm not like the official person. 99% sure it's not going to happen to the ship. I do think it will happen, but I don't think it'll happen at the ship. Dark Horizon, I think will happen too. I think Dark really? Horizons is going to get the motive because all these hot events are popping up now in Orlando. Not this I, year. I don't no, think I think so. I think they have the I motive. Think, I think Dark I think, Horizon I might think be the dead. Fact that there's, I think the fact that there's other haunts happening now might be what killed it. Um, I'm in a group on Facebook. It's um, 
huh, Facebook groups. <laughs> 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 you guys, if you know, you know. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, if there's a Facebook group and it's called Florida Haunt Community, um, there's this guy in there that worked on Dark Horizon, and he's basically looking for a job. And there's a ton of people that are on Dark Horizon in his comic section just saying, yeah, we're, we can't find anything ever since that's done. And it doesn't look like it's coming back. And that's coming from like 10 to 20 people that worked at the event. Not as clear think... actors, as like creative. Hey, yeah, like, but, but what if? Yeah, there's a huge if? what if. I there's think always that, that what if for everything. I think it's definitely the one that they would scrap. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I think... I don't really know how well it actually did in 2019 because, um, oh wait, is Scott, is Scott returning? He's coming back. I think Brand. so. He is. Hey. He is. <laughs> um, but, 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 you know what? It's weird. Whenever you take your mask off, Scott, I feel like your hair looks darker. I don't know. It is darker. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Because your picture had a, had a mask on and you're still blonde. I, I, I do get you, it. You, you, you get it? <laughs> Oh, um yeah. it's a joke but, but no i i don't know um <laughs> i don't know how well dark horizon actually did because i don't honestly remember hearing anything about it after like the first night at all mm-hmm. and i know that might not be an indicator but i i just don't think it was that popular and i think they may have lost that location too so they they probably were gonna have to try and find a new location if i'm not mistaken i thought i heard that they're just gonna go right behind white castle oh no well when when adrian pointed out where it was at <laughs> the location i was like wow that looks small <laughs> it was it was nick small hotel. it was kind of it yeah dude i miss the nick hotel so much uh, I, well that's what i was thinking too i was like <laughs> oh wow that was a nick hotel like space that's all they had for it too like yeah wow. <laughs> dude not to get off topic but that place was legit but <laughs> um yeah no i i think they were gonna lose the, the location uh so they probably would have had to try and nail down a new location and i'm not saying it's impossible like dark horizon might come back but mm-hmm. I'm kind of leading towards it might be a, a goner. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dark Harbor, I think, is still staying around, but just not to the ship. Yeah, that or neither of them can happen. I think Dark Harbor makes a ton of money just off alcohol alone. So, yeah. And they don't really, uh, they only rent out the um, the indoor spots for the Queen Mary. I'm sure they rent out that parking lot too, but I'm, I'm assuming that the renting space isn't as expensive. Because after all, a dark harbor brings a lot of eyes to the Queen Mary as well. Yeah, uh, but uh, that was a good that was a good podcast, guys. Um, Adrian, before, has one before last we sign off, I have one thing to say. It does not have to do with anything that we talked about. Nice. I want to congratulate Rob for hitting hundred subs. What the heck? Did oh. you already hit it? I hit hundred no subs. Idea. Oh wow! Hit subs. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what? Wow. Let's go. Wow. He's in the chat for Rob. He's in the chat for Rob. Wow. He's in the chat. He's in the chat. Bees, bees, guys! Bees. Well, I didn't even know that. The red bee. Yeah, Rob's gonna start yeah. crying right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know that. I was looking at it the other day, and I was like, oh, three subs away. We got I, ch- I checked it before we came on to the podcast, and I was waiting the whole time. It was just there. I'm oh like, wow! I'm gonna I was, I was, I was like, please, please let people subscribe to Rob after each yeah. day at home, please. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah everyone wow. go subscribe to Rob now. Yeah, everyone yeah, go subscribe to Rob. Rob. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> Did you know? My eyes are sweating. Now we are wow. all officially in triple digits. Yeah. All triple digits. Yeah. Yep. Well, and now yeah. the next goal is to get everybody into um, quadruple digits. 
including the Boo Bros channel. So if you guys yeah. are new, subscribe with those bell notifications on. Leave this video a like if you enjoy the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anything like that, then make sure you come over to the Boo Bros YouTube channel because we have a visual version where we make stupid facial expressions that play into. <laughs> Scott the, uh, disappeared for a while. I, I disappeared for a while. <laughs> Buy your merch. Rob's wearing a SoCal Exploring shirt. Uh, Adrian's wearing a Boo Bros shirt. And yeah, buy your merch, guys, uh, down below in the description because we got a lot of collections on there. Thanks to Adrian. But I mean, my name is Scott from SoCal Exploring. I am Michael from Hallowed Thrills. I am and Rob from The Howling Hour. I am Connor from Connor FL. So I already said I'm Adrian, but um, I'm Adrian from Launch TV, if you guys didn't know that already. <laughs> <laughs> and we have been the Boo Bros. This has been the Boo Bros podca or podcast episode. Who knows? Uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one, everybody. <laughs> Peace out.